Welcome to part one of Health System CIO's interview with Matthew Gaug, VP of IT and CIO at Memorial Hospital and Healthcare Center. In this segment, he talks about why the right onboarding process can make such a huge impact, the many components that should be considered when researching EMR vendors, and how he utilized visualization to make the case for integration across the system. Just to get a little bit of background information, Memorial Hospital and Healthcare Center, you're located in Indiana, correct? Correct, yes. Okay. Can you give just a brief overview of what you have in terms of some of the, the healthcare offerings? Sure. We are, like you said, we're in uh, Jasper, Indiana, which is in southern Indiana. We offer multiple different services. We're a trauma two healthcare center. We offer, you know, services around cardiology for the, the area. We also have multiple different specialty and family practice clinics in seven different surrounding counties. So we spread out a little bit. Basically, we run the gamut when it comes to health care and, and the services that we provide for our community. I would say for us, oncology and cardiology, along with our surgery practices, would be our, our big hitters for our organization. Right. And in terms of the area, like you said, it sounds like a pretty large geographic area, but are you fairly rural or is it kind of a mixed yes. bag? Okay. No, it's, it's fairly rural. Okay. And then are you affiliated with any other organizations or are you independent? We are independent. Okay. So you've been with Memorial just for a few months, since August? Yeah, it's about three and a half months now or so. Okay. So I'm sure that's always a very interesting time, but can you talk a little bit about how you approached coming into this role uh, as the new CIO, just in terms of how you took steps to to kind of get to know the people, the organization, things like that? Sure, yeah. So the organization here is, in my opinion, very unique in the sense that everybody here is is extremely welcoming and extremely open to helping people get accustomed to the area. You know, it it was not just welcoming me here as the new CIO, but also welcoming my wife and my three girls to just the community. People here were as interested in helping me get acquainted and accustomed to a new role as they were making sure that my wife and my girls were getting situated and and acquainted with the the whole town. As an example, Mm -hmm. we, we moved here four or five days before school started and the whole hospital but also the community made sure that my girls had everything they needed for school start including allowing them to come in for a personalized tour of the school since we missed the open houses when when we're in the process of moving everybody's kind of open door policy and getting to know the the people in the organization. Um, We have a kind of a new leader. I would call it maybe like an orientation checklist where I met with all the directors and executives in the organization, not just for them to meet me, but for me to meet them and their team. And from top to bottom, everybody was so welcoming and wanting to show off their department and show us how they helped 
care for the patients, whether they were in direct patient care or not. And the mission here is very obvious that everybody takes it very serious that regardless if they're in direct patient care or, or not, they're in patient care. And, and they yeah. all understand and, and they all want to live that mission. Right. The orientation process here was unique to me as well, where orientation starts with our executive team introducing themselves to each individual person. So for me, I already knew the executive team, obviously, but they introduced me, and then I got up in my orientation class and introduced myself to everybody else in orientation as part of the executive team. So I was I was there for orientation, but I was also doing that executive introductions. And and we do that each and every month during orientation. And then on the second day of orientation, we have what we call a uh, confirmation where we confirm each other to the organization, to our our mission. And we are a a Catholic-based hospital. So we go Mm -hmm. into the chapel and it's a confirmation service. It's very powerful and it, it really drives home the mission of the organization to everybody. Yeah. And then for me, from an IT standpoint, we're in a really big task to upgrade our EHR. We don't Mm -hmm. have an integrated EHR today. Basically, we have separated systems for the hospital, for the ED, for our Mm -hmm. ambulatory practices, for home health. We basically chose a best-of-breed approach where now we're trying to go to an integrated approach and choosing the best partner for our organization. And so I came in and, and we started that process by picking up the pieces that had already been done. We didn't want to do rework. We didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Choosing a new EHR isn't something that we're breaking new grounds on. But what yeah. we are breaking new grounds on is how we choose an EHR to our organization. Memorial Hospital, you know, was a, a National Baldridge winner last year. And through that process, we created something called a 90-day team. This was unique to me. I, I've never been part of a 90-day team before where this team is multidisciplinary. So we have people from all across the organization. They come in and we are putting them in charge of selecting the recommendation for the EHR. And through the team, we created a scorecard. And the scorecard consists of technology components, informatics components, but also business and partnership components where we may have thought that it was the absolute best piece of software out there. But if they can't partner with us and accept our mission and our vision statements, then maybe that's not the right partner for us. And that's very important to us for, you know, a decision not only of this magnitude, but even the smaller decisions. Every little thing counts. And that was very clear. Something that I didn't have to go in and say, hey, this isn't an IT project. They already knew that when I came in. We are are very sure in, in where we select that this is going to be an organizational project. This is number one on our strategic plan. This is an organization thing. And it's going to be a lot of work, but everybody is really looking forward to doing it. Yeah. I can imagine that you knew going in that this was going to be something that you were focused on right out of the gate. Yeah. During the interview process, it was a lot of discussion around doing the key strategic things within IT, you know, bringing IT together, making sure that we have a a strong team, which we really have a, a good, strong IT team. 
and then using that to implement the best practices around an EHR. We're small and mighty, and you know we're we're planning on doing some some growth in the IT departments, and so that was part of my first 90 to 120 days here is going to be those recommendations of how do we need to grow the team strategically so that we don't go from zero to 100 in a day, yeah. but we have to build it brick by brick. Right. And in terms of this whole approach where you have the the 90-day team and the scorecards, is this something that the organization had in place or was part of that your input just as far as how that was put together? The the 90-day team structure was definitely not mine. It It was the organization had this in place. The pieces that I brought were the EHR implementation and and what to look for when it comes to the strategy behind the EHR vendors and what I felt would be important um, when it comes to the demos, to the questions, to who needs to be involved and things like that. Yeah. Had you been through this process before? Yeah. Um, actually, when I left Lima, Lima Memorial was where I was at previously. They are and were implementing Meditech Expanse. So I'd been okay. through that process. It was a much different process there, but you know, similar in the sense that it was looking for a, a new EHR. And there, it was more of an upgrade going from a Meditech to a Meditech platform, but it was still an EHR implementation. Right. Okay. So I'm sure that that's been very valuable to be able to draw from that experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. And even from my experience of implementing Epic at the Cleveland Clinic when I was there years ago, putting that all together kind of pieces that strategy of what it takes to, to go through, you know, what to expect. This hospital has not done an integrated EHR project ever and the last time they did an EHR implementation was years ago, and so many things have changed. Even the whole idea of looking at an integrated system versus something just to solve a specific you know, need where it would be that best-of-breed approach, that's where you can take all my experience and, and really help the organization plan out what to expect and you know, the, the pros and cons, those pitfalls of the big implementations. Yeah, that's definitely an exciting thing. A lot of work, of course, but definitely exciting. Yeah. I knew coming in that I needed to know what I had and what I was working with when it came to the amount of systems. And so I needed an application roadmap. And creating that roadmap in an Excel spreadsheet really helped me. But I could see that it wasn't helping my executive counterpoints or the board. So we, we made it a visual representation of the number of applications that we had. And I put it on a large sheet of paper, and I organized it by vice president. And in this organization, each vice president has a lot of different applications. They don't all just report into IT at this time, which is something we're going to change. But being able to visualize that and see a color-coded kind of map of the multitude of applications we had really changed the perspective of, maybe not change, because everybody knew we needed to do this, but that really drove home why we needed to do this. To, To see this map really opened up everybody's eyes. And in terms of those who are going to be using the EHR, they understand the need for this. Yes. And 
As we've been developing the 90-day team, one of the first things we're doing once we get done with these demos is to really refine our elevator speech. So as we're riding up an elevator, when people say, hey, why are we spending this much money on something that we kind of already have? We have yeah. those brief talking points. And one of those ideas is we are changing from the me to the we. And we're taking the idea that this isn't just about me and the me kind of in quotes where it's about a department or about a, a certain workflow and it's more about the our workflow and how can we be for others through our integrated process to be for others is part of our mission statement and we're tying that all together so that our EHR integration directly ties in with our mission ties into our strategic plan so really drives home why we're doing this right. what's the timeline as far as wanting to have a decision made our organization's goal is I'm to deliver a recommendation that um, comes from the 90-day team that, that I lead. I'm taking that recommendation to our board the first week of February. We want to be going forward with contract negotiations February, March, and start implementation from there. Okay. Obviously, that's going to be a large part of the strategy going forward. In addition to that, what are some of the other key priorities that the organization is going to be looking at? The next strategic priority for me will be cybersecurity. I want mm-hmm. to make sure that not only are we secure in the, in the sense of you know, the, the cybersecurity general platforms, but I also want to make sure that we have a strong investment in disaster recovery or business continuity plans to ensure that what we believe in IT would be a proper downtime procedure is also what our clinical and other business units would also want as a disaster recovery plan or business continuity. What we think is important is validated by what they know is important. So that will be my next plan, followed up by does our technology plan match what our business needs? I'm not one just to want to implement technology just for the sake of technology, and I don't want to implement technology looking to solve a problem that we have to create a justification for actually having the technology. I want to partner with the providers and with our clinical staff to learn and to understand the business so that we can create solutions using technology to help better patient care. I know that I'm not one that was called to be a direct patient care provider, but I do know that I was called to help those that are, and I want to do that in a smart way and and make their lives easier, and I don't want to be part of that problem where we have burnout because our administrative duties are are too cumbersome with the, the EMR or whatever technology piece it is. I want to be helpful, not hurtful. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.